Welcome to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Together, let's learn about the strengths we didn't know we had and deal with the fears we didn't know existed. And now here's your host, Jessica. Welcome back to another episode of It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. I have a guest with me today, my friend, Jessica. Also not Jennifer. Yes, right? Do people ever call you Jennifer? All the time. Right? If they don't remember Jessica, they'll go to Jennifer. I don't get it. Stephanie. Oh, Stephanie. Oh, that's a first. Monica. Or Monica. And I'm like, sure. Monica. Huh. I don't remember anything. Monica is a nice name. I just think of Monica from Friends. Yeah. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, welcome, Jessica, to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. Um, thank you for coming, thank first you. of all. Thank you for having me. I fed her, and uh, she's ready to talk now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's very interesting that people call us Jennifer, which is why I did that name for the podcast, because I'm like, stop calling me Jennifer. It and when I showed other friends that were named Jessica, they're like, all the time. Yeah. Jennifer. I'm like, it's just, we just, we're going to suffer through it together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know what it is because it's not even like the same uh, number of letters in the name. Uh, but yeah, they, they confuse it with, with Jennifer. Do they call Jennifer's Jessica? No, they don't because I've asked Jennifer's and they say that no. Yeah. So it's just us. Uh, I don't get it. Jessica is such a popular name. How, how can you get it wrong? Yeah, I don't get it. Okay, so my dogs are going crazy. Sorry, guys. I wanted to um, first ask how your week is going. Um, it's going, I mean, it's the week of the New Year week, so all you hear is like, happy new year, what's your resolutions? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sorry, hold on. Let me go check on my dogs, guys. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. The dogs were barking at the neighbor. Um, so, yeah, I was listening to some other episode that said um, New Year's resolutions. People, a lot, you know, this time around, uh, people come up with a lot of resolutions and goals and stuff. And for others, it can be a little bit depressing because you haven't completed or accomplished what you wanted for 2022. And so now you're coming into New Year and you're like, ugh. Another year, and I still haven't, you know, done what I set out to do, um, which is the I, the feeling I get, right? Like, I don't really like the New Year resolution thing. Like, I feel like we should just have that all year long, kind of, you know, and make them short term so that they're more, uh, yeah, <laughs> so that we can actually get to them. Um, but yeah, I was I was thinking about that. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like the New Year. I love Christmas. Like, I love the holiday season and that it's colder. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I guess I'm not a big fan of... No. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, uh, you know, we're going to be, what, 33? How many years in a row can I say, oh, I'm going to get in shape and lose weight? It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just not going to do and it. And I feel like, it for me, the new year is, like, when my birthday comes around. Yes. That's my, like, reset. Yeah. Oh, birthdays. And your birthday's coming up. Oh my gosh! Do you have any plans? Um, I think I'm gonna go to like a restaurant in, um, is it Monterey Park? Oh okay. It's Chilangosco. 
Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it like a brunch type a restaurant or? No, I think they have just like, I mean, they have breakfast and they have uh, lunch and dinner. They've got drinks. And oh, okay. Mexican food and drinks. And, and that's it. Night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you take the girls or is it going to be just you and your husband? Uh, it's going to be like family. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so mean, big thing. Yeah. I won't drink too much because my kids are there. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So just you're married. And you have two daughters, mm-hmm. okay? And I feel the same way. Like, if I go out, I'm like, mm, maybe I'm not going to drink today because I have the kids. Or, uh, obviously, I can't get crazy yeah. because I have the kids. Mm-hmm. And I have to make, like, quick decisions that I otherwise might, might not be able to make if I'm drunk, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so that's mom life, right? And before the kids... You you were doing your own thing, but you got pregnant pretty young. Yeah, very young, twenty. You were twenty years old when you had your first daughter, mm-hmm. and then you were twenty one with my second. With your second daughter, and any more kids? No. Oh, okay, <laughs> so you guys have talked about it already. And... Yeah, we're set. We're halfway to college. Yeah. And I'm like, freedom. Yeah. <laughs> so eleven and twelve. Eleven and twelve. Okay, so those those are big girls already. They're teenagers. Yeah. Okay. And do you, what was your life before you had kids? Like, take us back to little Jessica. The little Jessica that I met. Little Jessica, dang. Okay, so little Jessica, growing up here in Pacoima, man, honestly, I lived in a house just full of women. It was like me and my mom and sister. We shared a room. And then my aunt and my two cousins shared a room. Just a bunch of Mexicans in one house. <laughs> With one working shower. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I still see that house. Uh, yeah, I still see it. I drive yeah. away and I'm like, oh, memories. Yeah. But yeah, it's just super tomboy, climbing trees. Yeah. Running, playing sports, always trying to outbeat the boys. Yeah. That was life. Yeah. I love those days. Yeah, the Jessica that I met, we were seven years old. Seven. We were seven years old when we met. Um... And that was when I first moved to the Valley from L.A. And Jessica was my first friend. It's I don't know if they assigned you to me. I think that they did that. And then <laughs> they were just like, can you show her around? Her I think that's what it was. Like, yeah. Oh, okay, I'll show her around. Yeah. You were always very outgoing. Yeah. Jess was always very outgoing. And, and it's funny because, yeah, they did assign you to me because I think we had the same names. Um but we ended up becoming really good friends yeah. and you were super nice. I I could tell even at seven years old that it was like a genuine nice. I did a good job. You did. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thanks kidding. a lot. <laughs> but um the first thing I remember you taught me was handball. <laughs> yep. Handball was the thing because we didn't play that in LA. No. No, it was the weirdest thing. We played like tetherball and kickball. Um, but I don't remember playing handball over there. I thought that was It should. Maybe we weren't there yet over there. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I remember that was the first thing. And I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And I got really good at it. Oh yeah. We get intense. Yeah. <laughs> and we would play boys versus girls, mm-hmm. boys and girls, whatever. It was It was super cool. So little Jessica grew up here in Pacoima. And we went to the same elementary school, mm-hmm. middle school, mm-hmm. and then we split in high school. Split. 
Um, now you grew up with you and your sister, and that's it. No other siblings. Uh, no others. I didn't find out I had a half sibling until yesterday, until later. But yeah, just me and my sister grew up. Oh, okay. Yesterday? No. no. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> I had like a couple years later. Okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> Got it. And that's from your mom or your dad? Dad. Oh, okay. Yeah. You grew up with your mom. Okay, so you and your sister are how how many years apart? Just a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, super close. And I think maybe that's why too um, we got along because my brother and I are only a year apart. So yeah, and and you you were so cool with him too. He was so cool. Yeah, I loved your brother. But we were we were all the same age. Yeah, you know. Um, okay, so grew up with sister and. What was life like in high school? Um, high school was different because everyone was poly. Yeah. And I moved to Van Nuys, mm-hmm. so I went to Birmingham. Yeah. And nobody there. So that's why you went over there because yeah. you moved. Oh, my mom got okay. Married, and um, uh-huh. so we moved. We got an apartment with my with my stepdad, who's my dad because he's amazing. Nice. And my brother too because I have an older brother. Oh, okay. And then I went to Birmingham. It was it. So the first day I spent the whole time in a bathroom stall because I was like, I'm not gonna make friends here. I'm yeah. Gonna make friends. And that school was huge. Yeah, it's a big school. It was a really big school, and so yeah, I. But eventually, I made friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then from there, it was okay. Just ran track, ran cross country. Yeah. I liked high school. I liked high school too. I think um, you get your normal like feeling weird stuff, especially going to a new school. Um, yeah, because you only went to Canoga, right? I went to Canoga. I went to, so I went to a different school than all, all of our friends, yeah. too. Uh, but I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked that I got to start over. Um, Canoga was really cool about, uh, like, welcoming the ninth graders. Oh. So they had, um, I think it was like a maybe two-week orientation introduction to school before school started. Because remember, was Birmingham year round? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, 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 no. They were tracks. Oh, no, then year round. Year round. Okay. So, Canoga was year round too. So, we got like a little bit of a break, like the summer break. Yeah. And then we started school, right? Where I think Polly, I think they started out right away. With track? I think so. I'm not sure. Well, it doesn't matter, right? But we got this little two week orientation, and that's where you were supposed to make friends, and they were going to give you your classes, like your schedule. You're going to get your locker assigned. It was really cool. Yeah. yeah. So I made a friend then. And so the first day of school, I already had I already had a friend, which was nice. Yeah. Because otherwise, I would have sat by myself like until, yeah, until I made friends. Um, okay. So then what was life after high school for you? Oh, man. I think I went to Valley College right away. Mm-hmm. I was working. Oh, okay. And going to school. But then I also, like, you know, meet people. And they're like, oh, you can go out. And I can, I can stay out. And I can do whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of got a little wild there. Um, partying or? Partying, yeah. Where would you go party? Um, honestly, people's houses. I wasn't too much of a club person. Okay. Too loud for me. Yeah. I can't deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see them to go to a bar, and I'm like, a bar would have been cool, you know, pool or, like, an arcade that has, like, alcohol, that's fine. 
Um, so just like cleaning out people's houses, um, but really just, I don't know, trying to balance all of that. Yeah. And still like going to school. Yeah. Um, I did. I remember I did go to clubs. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I love dancing. Oh, see if I was a dancer, I think that would be <laughs> <laughs> not good. <laughs> But you couldn't drink, really. So unless you were sneaking in drinks. Yeah. Because, um, you know, 19, yeah, 19. 20. Um, I wasn't a big, uh, like, house party person. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, I, d- I don't think I really knew people that were throwing house parties. Mm-hmm. But I would go to, um, like, the 18 and over yeah. uh, clubs, which were those. It's so funny because I don't think you really found many... N- 21 year olds there anyway they were like ugh, turned off yeah. just like we would be now yeah. right um so most of the people that were there were our age anyway which were being just stupid and you know yeah. partying and then i would go to a lot of like punk shows and ska shows that, fun. that was a lot of fun see but at those because the crowd was a little more rebellious mm-hmm. there was drinking right. and smoking right so so i had I mean, I had, uh, I did a lot of partying before I had kids. Yeah. Did you do a lot of partying before you had kids? Did you get your fix, as um, one would say? I would say I did a lot. I, I, I went out when I could, but as I got pregnant pretty early. Like, yeah, I, you were young. Yeah, I think I was like, I think I found out when I was like, maybe, oh, maybe I was 19. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was 19, but about to turn 20 when I found out I was pregnant. Yeah. So it was like you were really young. I was really young. Yeah. And then from there, it's like something just like clicked. I guess. Of course, I think that happens to all moms. A well, lot most, of, most moms. moms. Yeah. yeah. Of like, well, not just when I'm pregnant, but more of like when my daughter was born. I'm like, yeah, this isn't really right. Insane. Right. I'll go to like a concert. Yeah. Like, I'll still go to punk shows, you know. Be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Motherhood. So, so you and your husband, um, how did you tell him that you were pregnant? That's hilarious. I took him to Balboa Park, um, here in the Valley. Uh I told him we had to talk and he was so sweet. He thought that I was going to break up with him. And I was like, why am I break up with like such a gorgeous, sweet guy? Yeah. And I literally just pulled out the pregnancy test from my purse. I was like, I'm pregnant. And he was like, Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, I guess it's a valid question, it is a right? Valid question, yeah. yeah. And I was like, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm not ready for it. I didn't want kids. Right. I was too scared. Of yeah. The possibility or the prospect of losing a mom or raising kids. I'm like, I'm in charge of this little person. This little bean. What am I supposed to do? Right, right. <laughs> so it's different from babysitting. I mean, babysit little cousins. You have to actually raise them. I'm like, oh god. You can't give them back. You can't give them back. I'm like, if you mess them up, what are you gonna do? Like, right. So I, just all those emotions. I'm like, no, no, no. I wanna, I wanna do this. Yeah. Like, have a child. Yeah. yeah. And and what did he? So then he was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. And then from there, she was born. Yeah. What's her name? Her name is Brianna. Brianna. Yeah. And how did you guys come up with that name? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's. And That's cool. Her, her middle name is Hazel, which he picked out. And I love that name. Yeah. Um, we call her Nani anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I honestly don't remember. 
Oh, but it's a beautiful name. It's I like pretty. Brianna. Yeah. Okay, so you you guys had your first baby. Mm-hmm. And even though you were really young and you it's not like you were doing all these crazy things, mm-hmm. but how and I also think, little side note, that as soon as you find out you're pregnant, everything changes. Everything. Especially for for the woman, mm-hmm. right? Um I was telling Michael, and I think if you guys have listened to episodes in the, you know, my first or second episode, I said that as soon as I got pregnant, uh, like I became a mom right away. Yeah. Um, you stop drinking. Yep. You start, You have to watch what you eat. Mm-hmm. You take special vitamins. Mm-hmm. It's funny because it's things that you probably should be doing anyway, yeah. right? <laughs> but you do these things because now you're not just um, caring for you. Yeah, you're yeah. caring for this little human that you're creating, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you become a mom, like, as soon as you find out. Yeah. It's life-changing. It is. And how did things change from not being a mom to, to being pregnant now? Um, I think I was more aware of, like, hmm, maybe some of the choices I'm making aren't smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to change that right away. Um, I have to stay away, even from certain people. Yeah. You know, you can tell everyone that you're pregnant, and even some people have been like, oh, okay, well, this is still good. We can still do this. And I'm like... They don't understand. No, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. Or I can't... Like, you can't eat fish. <laughs> you know? I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think people are going to get like, what? I don't eat fish. Oh. I'm a normal... I didn't grow up eating fish, and... It's okay. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I eat, like, shrimp and, like, lobster. Makes no sense. Yeah. But I didn't grow, and then I have this irrational fear that did you you saw you seen Lord of the Rings, right? No. No. Oh my oh. gosh! I know everybody says that, but here we're gonna we're gonna do this. Yeah. I have not seen Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies ever. I hear it's really long. It is really long. We're gonna have to have a movie marathon. Okay. Okay. For people who've watched Lord of the Rings, there's the scene where they show you how you know the creature Gollum. Yeah, the little Smeagol? Smeagol! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you show how he becomes Gollum, and there's a oh. scene in the movie where he's eating, like, this raw fish, it? and he turns all gross, and so I have this irrational fear. You're going to turn into Smeagol? I'm going to turn into Smeagol, <laughs> and anytime I see, you know the mojarra? Yeah. When I see people eating it, I look at them, and I'm like, they're going to turn into Smeagol, they're going to turn into Gollum, <laughs> or they're going to become a fish. It makes no sense, Jessica. It's, it's okay. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. But some part of my mind thinks that it's possible. It's PTSD. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to change to a fish or so I like mojarras, too. That's what's funny. Yeah. Okay, so, so no fish. No so, fish. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, I, I did like fish. I like fish. And I like sushi. I do like spicy tuna. Okay. Yeah. So you can't eat that. No, you can't. Um, you have to... Like, not eat too much spicy stuff. Um, no queso fresco, which I did not listen to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that like, is also a thing. How am I going to have my chilaquiles then? Yeah, I know I had queso fresco I too. I had queso fresco. It said something about, like, pasteurized cheese, right? Or yeah. something? And I'm like, what, <clears throat> what does that mean? And she's like, imagina. She was like a white lady. She's like, imagina el queso fresco. I'm yeah. Like, queso fresco? Yeah. Woman, know your audience. You yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I had queso fresco too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you have to give those things up. And so you become a mom right away. And so you saw those changes instantly. Yeah. And yeah, even hanging out with certain people that 
I mean, even women that don't have kids, they may not understand all the way. Um, and just people in general. I think some people are very like insensitive to certain situations. Um, so right away, yeah, you, you have to cut ties with that. And that's a, that's a huge change. Um, so Jessica stopped being like, and actually, and what about your boyfriend? Did you feel like there were any changes from? Yeah. Maybe not pregnant, but I think once you have the kid, yeah, or once you had your daughter, we kind of changed. Like almost, we were only together for like four months. Oh wow! I mean, we were friends since like we were fourteen. So you guys went to high school together? No, we we met at like a church camp because our, our oh how was cool! At a church camp. And when I saw him, I was like, oh, <laughs> 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 he is fun. But we didn't get together until we were like nineteen. Yeah. Weird. But um, we just, we changed like immediately. We like, yeah. We but I think, um, so do you think, is he comes from parents that are separated, you said? Yeah, his parents are both remarried. Okay. Yeah. And, but his childhood, I'm guessing. Oh, he grew up with like his, his, uh, his dad raised him. His dad was a midwife and um, has lots of siblings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who I love. I love all of them. From same mom and dad. Um, no, he's the only one from his biological parents, but his um, mom has two kids, and then his dad has three. So that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I love them all. I have yeah. great siblings-in-laws. Good. And, and two sets of in-laws. Yeah. So I love it. That's cool. And you said you just went to go visit the in-laws, so... The other in-laws in Texas, yeah. And the so dad and, and mom, stepmom, mm-hmm. live here? Dad and stepmom live in Texas, mom... Oh, okay. And do you guys have a good relationship with them, too? Oh, yeah. That's good, because that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You don't realize it, especially until after you have kids. Yeah. I remember I I, uh, met this lady that told me that her mother-in-law did not like her, and so didn't like the kids. And I'm like, (gasps) because my mother-in-law loves my kids. And, you know, that would suck for somebody to not like your kids. Don't like me. I don't care. But please, my kids. I mean, I would kind of care about you. Like. <laughs> but still, you know, yeah. more, more importantly, it's yeah. the kids. Yeah. But, um, okay, so he had a pretty good upbringing. Yeah. Um, and not that if you didn't, you wouldn't be a good supportive person but uh, or partner. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, that plays a little bit of a part in it. It does. Yeah. So you guys met at a church camp. Yeah. And what was that like? Mm-hmm. But I remember like looking for him, like where is he? Yeah. <laughs> so you guys would go every year. Um, I went only for two years, and then then I got a job because my parents were like, "Oh, you want clothes? You want stuff? Get a job." Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're not rich. Yeah. We're not rich. <laughs> no. I had to work in Subway, but I would keep in touch. You know, t- text him or call him. What well, call? Right, right. <laughs> we were just talking about that. <laughs> okay, so cool. So then he, he was a very supportive husband, yeah. and he made the necessary changes that you made too. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. So flash flash forward a little bit, or fast forward, I should fast. say. Fast forward a little bit. Um, you now have two babies, two teenagers, and your husband, mm-hmm. and... How do you feel that, 
I mean, things are way different. We were just talking about how, like, it's still it's still so new for me, motherhood. Mm-hmm. But I feel that I was like meant to be a mom. Yeah. Right. I love motherhood. Yeah. Oh, for sure, the greatest grandma too. Um, but I love my kids. I'm lucky enough to have a little boy and a little girl, yeah. so I get the best of both worlds. And even before we had the little girl, Michael and I had said we want two kids. But if that second child was a boy, oh no, no, we were leaving out at the two. If we got two boys, oh well, that's what we were gonna get. Um, cause kids are expensive. Yeah. Especially here. Um, yeah. Kids are expensive. Um, number two, kids require a lot of time, attention, work, work. Mm-hmm. you know, having kids is not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, raising kids is not easy. And then I also think, um, like it brings me to the first point, like I'm not just a mom, I'm also a wife. Yeah. I'm also a daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm also a sister. I'm also a friend, yeah. you know? And those relationships are very important to keep somebody grounded and to keep to keep somebody like sane, you know? Definitely sane. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a sister yes. who you said is is your best friend now. My best friend. And you need to make sure that you also don't neglect that yeah. that relationship yeah. because you're not just a mom. As much as we love being moms, and I think I can speak for you, like, I, I mean, I love being a mom. Motherhood to me has been such a good journey. I had great pregnancies, thank God. Sugar, yeah. Right? I, did you have good pregnancies or were they? I mean, they were healthy deliveries. Okay. <laughs> so did you have like a lot of morning sickness or? Ooh, I, I puked all my months. Oh, I that's think, terrible. I know. I think I lost like 16 pounds. Oh, no. So you were one of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But back <laughs> <laughs> okay but so but still healthy they came out healthy no like yeah issues with like delivering things thank god yeah so motherhood is a great a great thing for us right um i feel like there's different purposes along one's life mm-hmm. and motherhood is definitely something that i'm embracing and that i'm enjoying mm-hmm. um but i also think I don't want to lose all these other relationships that I have. And so you're a sister. Mm -hmm. You're a daughter. Mm -hmm. You have a really good relationship with your mom. I do. Thank God. You are a wife. Mm -hmm. You guys have a great relationship. If you guys, there's like a seven year itch. Have you heard of that? I think I have, yes. So supposedly when you're married at seven years is when certain things start to come up. That maybe you didn't notice before. Right. Things that may be annoying, uh, maybe finances, um, you know, yeah. normal problems, right. but that at seven years, you're like, I can't do this anymore. And a lot of people get divorced at seven years. That's the average. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you passed that. I have. Good. So you have a, a great husband that you have a healthy relationship with, mm-hmm. and you have friends. You also have coworkers because you work. How do you manage and balance those relationships and also be a great mom? You do a lot. Well, I think I'm just like, I don't know. I think I just take it day to day. Um, I mean, Benny and I are going to have 13 years married this 
last July. Wow. Which is crazy. Um, I mean, it works. <laughs> it is a lot of work. They say marriage is work. It is work. It's, um, it's not always perfect, but honestly, he's, he's so easygoing. Um, he's really funny. Um, so sometimes it's kind of hard to like, fight with him because, you know, if I want to fight, he's just like, you know, we should really talk. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Why don't you want to fight? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Are you being rational? <laughs> yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah, and I'm like, gosh, like, man, I'm lucky. But um, I think it's really, um, it's really hard to make time, especially in, like, this day and age, because, I don't know, I kind of think of, like, parents, like, from the 80s or 90s, like, a lot of the times, like, we were just, like, kind of, like, left at home or left with a grandparent. They can't do that now. Yeah. So having to be with our kids, we don't just let them go outside. Right. So it is hard to kind of find time for yourself, find time. Like, my sister moved to Orange County. Oh, okay. Like, so that sucks because now you got to either I, go over there or she comes here. Yeah, and it's a drive. Um, but, you know, whenever we can, we just try to be like, okay, we're going to get together for a birthday. We're going to get together for, I'm just going to come over instead of night. Yeah. Um, and same with my, my mom lives in Whittier, so they're, like, kind of closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's important to make those times. So time management. Time management. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, you know, I had a, I had an episode on boundaries, and I've been, like, really mm-hmm. um, getting um, in tune with, like, boundaries, boundary setting, and also, like, making, like, trying not to make myself feel bad for yeah. certain things. Because um, I, I tend to say yes to everyone. Um yeah, and then I'm not, um, I end up feeling bad because I'm like, I'm tired. I don't want to go now, yeah. you know? Um, so I, I've been, like, working on that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think time management is a huge thing because you don't want to, like, first of all, you don't want to piss off that person either because right. you keep flaking or whatever that, you know? But also for your own, like, to not make yourself feel guilty all the time. Yeah. That can't be good. No. Yeah, so... So you, yeah, time management is a huge thing. Yeah. Um, any other tips that you may have? Ooh, I don't know. I think not really. Well, definitely for your relationship, make big plans often. Yes. At least, at least once a month. Yeah. You do too, great. But yeah. At least once a month. Just you two, like no kids. Just go and do whatever. Like go to bowling alley. Go. You're right. To an arcade. I love arcade. Yeah, you're right. That is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Date night was something that when I first got married, I was told, even my mom, I remember she said, uh, make sure you have date nights because you're not just a mom. Right. And it's easy, I think, to like put your husband like to the side to focus on your kids. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my husband is very understanding. And so he gets it like they're little. Yeah. You know, there's only so much that we can do to... Like ignore them, you know, but we can't really ignore them. Um, and I and I every so I have a lot of like mom friends and some of them and like they're all over the place. Mom friends with older kids like you or some with younger kids. And everyone tells me like there's just so many different stages. It, it, it only gets easier. To well, no, I'm saying to spend time with your partner. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the kids get older and older. You know, um, not not raising the kids. I you you know? were like, this is getting easier. No, no. 
<laughs> no, no, not raising the kids. Like, for example, when they were both little oh, yeah. and they were both using diapers. Now I only have one using diapers, right? And I just bought her training underwear. Yeah, so we're going to start that soon. But um, it, what I'm saying is, like, being able to go out. Yeah. Being, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Being able to leave them, like, with my dad. My dad is retired. Mm-hmm. He's older. And now that I don't have my mom, mm-hmm. you know, like, I can't just leave my kids with him for too long. Yeah. But I do leave them with him. Like if I'm, I want to go have lunch with Michael and it's important for me to have one-on-one because like, you know, when we have the kids right next to you, you got to be feeding them yeah. or they're calling for you or, you know, it's like, right. So now I'm able to leave the kids with my dad and not feel so guilty that he's taking care of two little babies, you know? Yeah. And you met Andrew right now. He's, so and he plays by himself. He plays with her. It's easier. Yeah. It's much easier. Um, so yeah, date night is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. So time management and date night. date night. So birthdays are coming up. Your birthday's coming up. My birthday's coming up. And I saw something that was really cool um, that I wanted to share with you and, and ask you these questions because I think it's nice to to discuss them, right? So this woman said that her birthday's coming up and she asked, 90-year-olds, yeah, what advice they would give to 33-year-old Jessica, okay? Yes, and here's the life advice that they said. Now and then, break out the fancy china and drink the good wine for no reason at all. So treat yourself. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was interesting because I'm like, hmm, every now and then, like, we uh, we get paper plates. Right, because I don't want to. I don't want to wash dish. <laughs> but every now and then, I'm like, you know what? Today I'm gonna make it cute and bring out like I don't know whatever the plate, right? And like decorate mm-hmm. dinner for Michael or you know, yeah. So we do that. Uh, dance at weddings until your feet are sore. Okay. <laughs> so I love dancing. So that's that's a good one for me. I could do that one because it's more of like a hip. Yeah, yeah. Just follow. So the third one is tell your partner you love them every night before falling asleep because someday you'll find the other side of the bed empty and wish you could. Yeah. So um, in the first episode that I did, um, we had two friends over that um, the husband had a a traumatic brain injury, right? Mm -hmm. And he almost died, right? So that... Like when that all, all that happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, Michael, yeah. like that could have been you. And that's scary because I can't. Obviously, you, you would yeah. go on and you keep doing your thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But I can't imagine life without my husband. Yeah. Like for one, he's my best friend. Yeah. He's the father of my kids. He helps me out a lot. <laughs> you know, we we're like we're a partnership. So I do try to tell him. Like, I love you. A lot. Um, definitely before bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I make a point to always say I love you before bed and and that the kids do it too. Yeah. And I also um, make it a point that when like, even if he's going to go to the store to buy ice, I yeah. don't know, whatever, um, he has to give me a kiss. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. If it doesn't work for you, that's fine. Yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> but that's my thing. Yeah. Because he may not come back from the store from getting ice. Yeah. 
right? Um, so yeah, that's a huge thing for me. That's a big thing. And then also like when we're upset with each other, like if we're like having a little argument or something, like we both tend to be quiet mm-hmm. <laughs> and not talk. Yeah. Um, for a while, but even if we're mad at each other, like we'll just be like, and we have to leave, like he has to go to work or something, so he'll come and we'll give like this like kind of like, yeah. But like, <laughs> so we, we like have to like, I don't care that I'm upset. Like, I love you. I'm going to give you a kiss. But we don't do it all the time. We try to because I'm like, you're never going to come back. And yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. And we're upset at each other. Oh, and that would be the worst. And I didn't kiss you because I'm upset. Like, yeah. Cry? Yeah. No. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's a huge thing. And that's scary, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the next ones we have, we might not get through all of them, but um, don't fear sadness as it tends to sit right next to love. Um, yeah. And that one is a huge one that I'm, uh, recently, um, embracing. embracing. Thank you. Because I'm sad because I miss my mom. Um, but I'm also really happy because Andrew learned a new word, you know, or like whatever it may be, but, um, and it's okay because I think, I don't know if it's society or or maybe the way we were raised, but like you're made to feel a little bit like if you're sad, you're you're going to be sad all day because your mom died, yeah. you know, and it's like, well, I can't do that either. Yeah. Like I have to do things. I have to go to work. I have kids that I have to raise that depend on me. And thank God for all that, because if I didn't have all that, I would be depressed. Be yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, that's something that I think is is very true. That that uh, grief and joy can coexist. It can. Mm-hmm. I think, like I, I I haven't spoken to my dad in like years. Like, nobody knows where he is. Um, but is he alive? Oh. <laughs> um, but so they're like there's sadness in that. But then I see my husband be a dad, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like my kids get that. Or yeah. Like um, my mom's husband, who's my dad. I'm like, oh, that's my dad too. Like I've got such great dads. Yes. So it's like, yeah, I'm sad, but I've got that love like from this dad. Then I get to see the love that my dad, that my husband chose. Yes. So, dude, that's so true. Yeah. You and that's how you like break that cycle, right? Yeah, you do. Because yeah, it sucks that you miss your dad, mm-hmm. and maybe he wasn't the greatest example to you, but how you can make that change is by your stepdad because I'm sure they call him grandpa. Oh, they do. So oh, that's that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then your dad is a great, I mean, your dad, your husband is a great dad. Such a good dad. Yeah, that's really good. That makes me happy. <laughs> uh, treat your body like a house that you have to live in for another 70 years. And that one's a big one for me. Yeah. Um, sometimes I find myself that like I'll eat really nasty and then I feel not good. Yeah. And... I have to like remember, hey, dude, if you don't eat good or if you like, I'm not saying that that you need to eat perfect, right? right. Because we're not that. I mean, that's not going to happen. Um, Yo, no, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> uh, but I think that you do need to be aware. Yeah. Like if you do want to live a nice life for long, just be careful what you put into your body. Right. We're not in our 20s anymore, yeah. Uh, never raise your voice except for at a ball game. <laughs> That's going to be hard. 
I know. <laughs> I'm a very loud person. <laughs> and then they're for driving, and then they don't put their signal, and then they just... Oh, yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> with Michael, so he goes to work at 3 in the morning. Ooh. So we don't get to talk in the morning, like, if we're having breakfast together before work, right? Um, so I call him on my way to work because he's also a driver, mm-hmm. and I'm driving, and that's the only time that we may have to, like, talk, talk right? Um uh, and yeah, I have road rage. <laughs> so he, yeah. <laughs> so he'll hear that like, "Come on, hurry up! Why do you drive a, a Ferrari if you're not gonna <laughs> drive I that?" Say that all the time. Yeah. Like, hey, babe, how's your day? Like, are you stupid? You're driving yeah. a BMW. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's kind of hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, do one good deed every single day, but never tell anyone about it. Um, I know. (laughs) So that's actually in the Bible, too. Um, Yeah, when you do good things, like, you don't have to get that praise. Yeah. Because then are you, like, really doing it for good or you're just doing it for praise, right? Um, So, yeah, that that is a really good one. Um, Always remind yourself that your track record for making it through your bad days is perfect. That's a good one, too. So just always reminding yourself that, like, well, I don't know why you would count that, but um, when you are having a bad day and you make it into, like, you make it into the night and you're like, okay, I made it. Okay. Just think of that as like, no, I'm, I do good all the time about it. I don't keep a track record. Nah, I, yeah. I, get, I get what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't do that either. Um, no one has ever argued their way to happiness. This That's is true. True. Yeah. And all the Karens out there should listen. Yes, <laughs> that is very true. You may occasionally disappoint others, but make sure to never disappoint yourself. Okay. Yeah. That's true. I'm not trying to disappoint people, but. Yeah, no, I don't like disappointing people. I don't like it. Yeah, because then in point, I yeah, and then I disappoint myself because yeah. I disappointed. That one's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that one's really hard. I'm a 90 year old. I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> The good old days are always happening right now. True. Had we known that the good old days were when you yeah. were yeah, we would have been like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Or the one, um, have you seen the one that says, I, oh my gosh, what was it? It said something like, I hate, I, or what, I used to think, I wish I could go back to when I used to think I was fat. Yeah. Yes. What <laughs> yeah. was I? Because I was not. Those pants fit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't fit no more. Whenever you hug someone, make sure they are the last, they are the one to let go first. Hmm. Um, that was kind of hard. Because yeah. I don't I'll, like hugging everyone. No. And I'll hug them out of like respect, but I'm like, okay, get out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's weird. Yeah. Okay. When you're feeling down, smile at yourself in the mirror for a full minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy. I would feel like the smile movie. Yeah. Looking at myself. I I can't do that one. No, I can't do that one either. I'm going to switch it up. When you're feeling down, maybe compliment yourself on something that you really like about yourself. Playing Elton John song. Yes, sir. Sir Elton Elton John. John. Yes. (laughs) Travel as much as you can. Collect one token from every trip to remember it by. Yeah, I like that one too. I was thinking of getting one of those maps. Yes, we scratch off. Yeah, or those are cool. Or like put pins. Or there's one that I think 
put pictures of, like, oh, their, of their trip. And they just cut out like the shape of the state. Of the ah. Trip. Like, that. I thought that was so cool. Dude, that is really cool. I like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to try to do that. That is a good one. I need more money to travel. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I need more money to travel. Somebody. If there's something bothering you, ask yourself whether it will matter in one month. If not, let it go right now. That is a good one. Mm-hmm. And it's easier said than done. Yeah. Because sometimes, do you ever get like something bothers you and it's like, why is it bothering me so much? But you can't let it go? Yes. Yeah. A lot. I think um, that with this one, recognizing what's bothering you, mm-hmm. that's, or, or Yeah acknowledging what's bothering you that's step number one i mean that comes to a lot of that is the answer to a lot of things right uh first recognizing that 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 it's a problem Mm -hmm. and why is it a problem and if it's someone maybe that someone doesn't need to be in your life anymore or you need a break from that someone or maybe stop doing that one thing but yes it is easier said than done um but i do also think yeah like, if it's not going to be important in a month, like, I think that one is, is really good, especially for our partners. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Like, um, hmm, I don't know, with something that Michael has done lately. <laughs> <laughs> something that he does, and I'm like, oh, no, he's actually just, like, the perfect roommate, too, because he cleans after himself, and yeah, Do you ever think that? Because I remember I got together with two wives once, right? And they were like complaining about their husbands. And I was like, oh, yeah, that would piss me off too, right? But then I thought, crap, I don't have anything bad to say about him. Or at least not in that moment I didn't. And then I thought, am I the one that they're complaining about? I feel that. Am I the bad one? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. At least not that I, yeah, Michael doesn't, at least not that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. Some women will talk about, like, oh, my husband does this. Or they'll make, like, the the Instagram. I don't have TikTok, but I watch the Instagram Mm reels. Like, oh, when you're, like, done cleaning the bathroom, your husband comes to, like, mess it all up. And, like, he doesn't mess up the bathroom. Yeah. Or, oh, he's not doing this. He does the dishes. Yeah. He vacuums. He cleans my car. He. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I don't have complaints either, though, like, the only thing is maybe the other day I did ask him to go get something at his mom's, Mm -hmm. and he got only the one thing, right, which I'm like, okay, maybe that's my fault, because I should have said, hey, while you're there, I also forgot this other thing, bring it, but it's funny, because what he went to go get was inside the other thing, Mm -hmm. should I just say what it is, because then it made, made, okay, so, I took to his mom's a bunch of spices because I was going to make chai tea. Yeah, and it came out really good. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make chai tea over there. And it's... I know, right? (laughs) So there was like 10 different spices Mm -hmm. in a big box. In that same big box, I had the kids' cough medicine. Remember I was telling you that Andrew was going through it. So I had their medicine in there, right? Mm -hmm. The next day, because that was actually, that was for New Year's. So the next day... I was like, hey, you know, I need the kids medicine because I need to give them their medicine now. Can you go to your mom's? She only lives down the street. Can you go to your mom's and get that medicine? It's inside that box with the with the chai tea stuff. And he goes, doesn't. Of course, we need the kids medicine. Right. Um, But, you know, he's always like so 
willing, you know, and he went right away. He got the medicine, he came back, gave him the medicine. And I was like, oh, cool. Did you bring the chai tea stuff? And he's like, no. And I was like, well, why wouldn't you bring that? You saw that it was there. That's my stuff. And I don't know about you guys. Like if you guys cook, spices are not cheap. They're not. You know? They're not. Yeah, they're not cheap. Specific ones too. Those were specific ones. Yeah. They're not cheap. And like, I'm sorry, but I, I don't really just want to leave those there. Yeah. Please bring them back. I will use them again. I have to order that on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> so, so then he's like, well, you didn't tell me to. And I, I got a little upset, like, in the moment, because I was like, come on, dude. Like, put two and two. <laughs> Read my mind. But then I thought, no. Yeah, I, I should have. I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. And you're not a mind reader. Yeah. So then I dropped it. Yeah. I, I do that to Ben all the time. I'm like, wait. Yeah. And it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that I way. I read his mind, so yeah. I'm just going to leave it away. I don't know that he's ever told me that I did something like that. So then I do think, am I the bad one? <laughs> I think I'm the bad one all the time. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> That's, marriage is work. Marriage is work. <laughs> he's going to have to work. Yeah. <laughs> so do one thing that challenges your mind every single day. A crossword puzzle, math problem, anything daily or anything. Daily exercise will keep your mind sharp for the long haul. I have heard that before, too. Um, So I work with math. (laughs) So that's how I keep my mind sharp. Um, And my kids. Yeah. (laughs) I would love to do math, but I'm not good at it. I want to be good at it. I think you can be. I think you can be, but some things I think it's like whatever you like to do or like what you enjoy. Like Michael doesn't like math, but he likes history. So he's really like good with history. Yeah. I don't really like history. I listen to true crime podcasts. And I'm like, you know what? I've been on those too, though. I, I, I'm like obsessed with them. So I'm like, that's how I'm keeping my mind sharp. <laughs> I go into my car and I'm like, whoo, yeah. there's no one there. Walking, there's a person crossing. <laughs> I'm alert. I know. I'm not getting kidnapped. Yeah, those are great, right? <laughs> <laughs> Smile and say good morning to strangers on the street. Um, I, Do you consider yourself an introvert? No. I'm, I feel like I'm an extrovert, but with some introvert tendencies. Okay. Because there are times where I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, if I'm going hiking and people say good morning, good morning. You know, like, that's usually the hikers. Yeah. But there are times where I'm like, I need to go to the store. I need to run errands. I don't want to talk to anybody I don't want to say hi. I don't want to smile. If the cashier or whoever like doesn't smile and say hi, I don't care. I'm not gonna take it personal. Yeah. I just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. I think that because uh, Raz, we were talking about that. Yeah, he like, hates. He talk. hates it, and I'm like, really? Because I would think that you would like. Because he's such a personality. He is yeah. such a personality. He has a big personality. Yeah. So to me, he's definitely an extrovert. extrovert. Because he would be the the one to go make friends at a party. He's down for anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I think of an introvert and an extrovert, right? Like, yeah. that's how I always explain it to people. So if I was thrown by myself in a party, uh, I would make friends. Because that's just my personality, right? Yeah. Where um, my sister-in-law, it's not that she wouldn't make friends. Because if somebody came up to her, she would be very friendly. and yeah. And she would make friends. But she wouldn't be the first one to go up to to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it depends on the situation. There's a lot yeah. of extroverts with introvert tendencies. 
Yeah. And then vice versa. Yes. Yeah, no cookie cutter thing, right? No. Yeah, you're right. Because it's true. Yeah, there's times where I go to the store and you're right. I Don't look at me. I'm not wearing any makeup. I'm wearing my Crocs. Yeah, I just want to get what I need, go home, and then... And that's it. Put on my true crime. Yeah, I love true crime. Yeah. Have you heard the one about the Texas... Killing Fields? No. Oh. Oh, I I did hear that one too. Um... But that one's really good. No, the one where the Texas truck driver had a mistress and his wife. I haven't heard of that one. Okay, I'm going to send it to you. I hear so... There's like so many... It's a novella. Oh! I I was listening... So my sister-in-law is obsessed with true crime, right? And we got in... I got into her car Mm -hmm. and I was like, what? Mistress? Wife? And like all these things, right? And I'm like, what? Is this real? And I was like, what is this? What are we listening to? And she's like, oh, it's true, true crime. Yeah. And then she told me like a little backstory. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I started laughing. I was like, this is fake. No, some of the stories you feel like there's no way. There's no way. There's no way. But sometimes the strangest cases are like. I'm going to send it to you because it's so good. I, want I have a tattoo <laughs> on my ankle from one of my favorite podcasts. Uh-huh. And it's my favorite murder. And they have a saying at the end that says, stay sexy and don't get murdered. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A little marker. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, that that one. I was like, what? And and obviously, all of these involve a dead person. Yeah, but (laughs) it's like it's a weird obsession because you know you're diving into like somebody's like worst day or into their like trauma or whatever. Or into something dark. Dark. Yeah. And you're still entering. And Benny's like, you go to sleep with that playing in the background. Somebody being dismembered. I'm like, it gets me to sleep. And he's like, what? I am a problem, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) It's you. (laughs) Wait, do you like ASMR? ASMR. You know what that is? No. So ASMR, it stands for something. It's an acronym, right? But I I can't remember audio something. No, no, no. (laughs) No, ASMR is um, like, so they'll do this. You know what I'm talking about? Or some people will eat like into the mic or um (laughs) So it's a thing. Yeah, it's a thing. Some people go to sleep uh with ASMR. I would freak out if someone's like whispering. Maybe because you're listening to too much too much uh true true crime. crime. I, I couldn't do that. I don't even like Radio, like the, like, oh, what is it? Like the, the stations, like later at night, like, please don't keep the music dedicated. I freak out with that. Power. Wait, so what about like Art LeBeau? Art LeBeau had his own voice and he didn't uh, do that weird, like that lady, like on huh. post maybe. She was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she wants to sleep. I'm like, <laughs> stop it. Like, I, it freaks me out. I can't listen to it. I'm like, that's yeah, so I, you don't like that stuff at all. That's why I love like Spotify. Yeah. 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 I hate ads. I don't like it. I love Spotify. Yeah, I love Spotify. This is not a paid ad, but um, I am on Spotify. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I love Spotify. I discovered it and I was like, it's like making a mix, like a mix CD, CD? 
but on your phone, you know? I just saw on an Instagram reel, like, oh, it's 2003, and this commercial's coming on, and, like, order your CD for It's Hot Now, like, 20 Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh, we used to have to order yeah. our songs. I know. Honestly, if I give my kids a CD, they'd be like, what is this? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's true, right? <laughs> I know. Well, can you? I don't know. Oh, I think you can. I'm going to try it. I oh. I think you can play music on the PlayStation. I don't think they have any CDs. Yet. Somebody send us a message. Okay. Put your CD in the PlayStation now and tell yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> because I think, um, like my car, I can't put CDs in there. Oh, yeah. Which kind of sucks. Because I used to have a big thing of CDs. But now, it I don't care because it's all on my phone. It's all on my phone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Jess. So I think we're going to cut it here. Yeah. I thank you so much for sharing this time with me. I hope you had a lot of fun. This was so much fun. Yeah. I, I love uh, just having having conversations with people. You know, I hope you guys learned something from it. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for listening to It's Jessica, Not Jennifer, the podcast. Please subscribe on Instagram at It's Jessica, Not Jennifer. And please follow and listen wherever you get your podcasts.